This week, we celebrate 25 years of an underrated classic in professional wrestling history. I'm talking about Shawn Michaels, Mankind from the In Your House Mind Games. I am your host, Dave Rosenbluth. Joining me, my co-host, my partner in crime here on Kicking Out at Two, Dennis J. Levy. What's going on, bud? Chilling. Always a pleasure. This is going to be a real pleasure of mine. That uh, Your favorite Mankind match yeah. you've, you've spoken before. Yeah, absolutely it is. That... that uh, I, I, I don't want to be rushed to think about it, but this is might be a top 10 match for me. It is, I just remember watching it live. Top 10 of all time or top yeah, 10? all time. All time. Wow. I really, really appreciate this match. And, that, uh, and you know me. I'm all about the story. You yep. know what I mean? They told an absolutely phenomenal story. Yeah. Like, I've seen a million matches where, where we came from, like, the, you know, kind of like, you know, just like, you know, just like uh, athletic ability. Yeah. We've seen a million ones yeah. better, but when you put the whole package together, yeah. this was a rare treat. I mean, yeah. like, everything combined, you're not going to find... It, it, it will take you two, three years to find to find a match like this. I really believe it. This happens every every once, every, every like, 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 like in a decade. You get yep. three times. Yeah. I really believe it. Wow, that. okay. I mean, I'll be honest with you. 25 years ago... I wasn't looking forward to this match. And there's a number of reasons why, and I'll get into it shortly. I'll, I'll elaborate on that more um, as I get everyone you know, set up here. Go to your peacock, grab yeah. your cock, grab your peacock, the cock, as Pat McAfee would like to say. And uh, you'll go to the WWE page. Then you'll find the In Your House um, section of, of that, and it will be um, In Your House Season 2, Episode 5, Mind Games. And what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you fast forward to one hour, 16 minutes, and 10 seconds uh, of this uh, of this event here. And that will be the start of this match with Mankind and Shawn Michaels. When I say play, you're going to hit play. And then from time to time, I might put the audio up. I'm not quite sure yet. But uh, Dennis and I are going to talk about you know this match and our thoughts on Shawn Michaels and Mankind. And I'm going to elaborate further as to why 25 years ago, I didn't appreciate this match. But, but, you know, as time has gone on, it's become one of my favorites to watch. Yeah. So, with that being said, without further ado, when I say play, hit play. So, three, two, one, hit play. Get a shot of the house, the in-your-house set, and yeah. the druids carrying the casket down of... Uh, of uh, yeah, the the mankind. Yep. In that casket, I believe. Um, Shawn Michaels had some interesting uh, comments here regarding this match um, that I'd like to read to you. It's from an interview he did um, on a podcast called Robbie Fox on my mom's, or speaking to Robbie Fox on a podcast called My Mom's Basement. Okay. That's kind of cool because <laughs> wrestling fans get you know categorized. Uh, Michaels. And I quote, Mick is one of the few guys. Everyone else, you at least had a couple times on the road working with each other. Mick and I really didn't. I was one of those abstract matches. He had a different style than anyone else. It was sort of a holding place for both of us as we were in different stories. It was an odd placement. For a long time, it was a hidden gem that was so fantastic and an entity unto itself that people brushed past it. It was the process and Mick just not thinking outside the box for him because he knew his character and knew it well. 
The things he wanted to do put my character in a place where he just hadn't been. I don't think any of us really knew at the time that it was so vital for us to have at that time. It couldn't have been more perfect. It was two guys adapting and adjusting to one another. This job can be easy at its core, but you usually only have that only have that with your best friend because there's always another emotion getting in the way. Mick is one of those people who I never hung around and didn't know, but when you get together, there's a chemistry there. It's an odd pairing in a fantastic way, he stated. And he couldn't be more more right if you think yeah. about it. That was one of the things that like drew me away from this match when they announced it was because I just didn't think these two would have a good match. And I also think, too, I was really hung up on the fact that that I loved Cactus Jack in WCW. And I was, oh, really? not, I was not a fan of Mankind in the beginning. Yeah. Okay? I just wasn't. And so, I was hung up on... I just didn't think... I didn't like Mankind. I didn't like the way he looked. I didn't really even like his matches. Um, oh, I loved I didn't love appreciate him. any of the stuff that he did early on. And I thought him and Shawn Michaels, it was just going to be very, um, it wasn't going to be interesting at all. But as time has gone on and I've watched this match and I have gotten older and I've become more mature in my, my wrestling viewing habits, um, I can appreciate this more. And I think it's because of the two different styles that they meshed really well. And this reminds me a lot of the Cactus Jack Sting matches from WCW. Yeah. I don't know if you remember any of those. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't that big in WCW. That only uh, time I was really big, or I hate to sound like I was like a, a mark, whatever, but like the NWO, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, that's what makes I always think like you know it's the greatest football games you watch, right? It's always like a great defense versus a great offense, like the style contrast, right? And like you said, this style contrast can't be any more different. You got the you know, the gigolo male stripper Shawn Michaels, and you got the like the um, you know like kind of like um, like the horror movie uh, uh, that that um, like the Frankenstein monster in yep like, in, in mankind. Yeah, I, I I could picture that. I could definitely picture that for sure. This is also during a period of time too where you know this was. You know, this is September of '96. This is the NWO is just a couple of months old. Yeah. So my attention was more put on the NWO storyline, yeah, you know, yeah. than than this. And yeah. you, so that's probably another reason why I really wasn't into this match at that time 25 years ago. And, and a lot. Let's be fair too. A lot of in your houses were budget the main events were stinkers. Yeah. That that. that uh, that uh, maybe that's why this match was like, oh, oh it's so, so good because like, like, like it came out of obviously it came out of right field. It's mm-hmm. on, it's on an, in your house, and they just tore the house down, you know, and and uh, made, like 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 I said, what you get a whole bunch of shit, like you know, like like for example, right. And to listening audience who watch Stranger Things, right? Season one was fucking awesome, right? Yep. But then season two sucked so bad that that a good season three looked amazing. You know what I mean? But that uh, but this match like truly was amazing. That that uh, but those in house main events, oh, they were so fucking bad. So yeah, bad. there was um, 
there was uh there's there's been a handful of those main events i mean those pay-per-views the in your houses were always designed to be like you know stop gaps if you will but you know looking back on it and i think i think too like especially when nxt started incorporating the in your house theme into some of their events um that was right off the pump oh see that's great psychology there mankind goes to lift the mat up and michael's seeing that it's covering him using it as a distraction to then drop kick him because he couldn't see it coming like that yeah then stomps on it that's yeah. that's freaking awesome right there that that's such a cool spot oh that had to hurt oh yeah but the in your house shows i've learned to appreciate them more because there are some hidden gems in some of those shows where you look and you're like damn that was a really good match yeah you know and some of those some of those uh some of those in your house matches, there was hardly any build up, hardly any follow up. Like a month before this, okay, Shawn Michaels main evented SummerSlam with Vader. That same card, yeah. Mankind beat the Undertaker in the Boiler Room Brawl, and Paul Bearer turned on the Undertaker. You know, and then they put these two together. Like I thought for sure, Shawn and Vader were going to have a rematch at, at at Mind Games. Yeah. You know, and I thought you know for sure, Undertaker and Mankind would have a, would hook it up. You know. And so that when they put this match together, I was kind of baffled because I thought like there was some inconsistency. Excuse me. I got some yawning. That's not good for a podcast. <laughs> um, I thought there were some inconsistencies in the stories. You know, why wouldn't Vader want a match with Shawn Michaels? Why does Mankind get a title match? Because he beat Undertaker? I don't remember it ever being a number one contenders match. Yeah, still, if he beat the Taker, I think he deserves a title. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Um... But now, Dennis, and also too, I think Dennis. Another reason why I like this match so much, I I I remember reading Mankind's or Mick Foley's book, the first one, Have a Nice Day, where he talked about how this match was very important in his career. Sean even said it's one of his favorites. Um, Mick says this is his favorite match of all time that he's ever wrestled because of the the, the how unique it was with the contrasting styles and how they they told a wonderful story, but. It was also too like the so reading the book. I, I watched this match back after it, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I don't know what it was, but I just was. I I I started to appreciate it more, and then I remember you did a podcast with me and Justin. We covered the um, the Canadian Stampede show. Uh, Maybe my favorite pay per view of all time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you talked about how. Your 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 fandom for mankind was so strong back then, and and that was two years ago. And granted, I've always appreciated Mick Foley's work, but I had even more appreciation for the mankind character after after, like- after after you you talked at great length about how much you appreciated it. I, 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 you made me see something different that I hadn't seen before not like i said not that i didn't appreciate it because i did i appreciated his work but i found even more appreciation for him i just love just how unique his character was like like like, um you have a theme going down you have an entrance theme Uh and then like your exit theme is a different one i just that is very unique his whole thing was just like i never saw the man of a claw before yeah like like um like like mankind, just this whole persona was just so unique and like 
like like is it, I think it's just so important to to, to 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 like wrestling and like yeah mankind is uh, mankind is just so awesome like um like um I was gonna say that uh I know what were you gonna uh, say uh, you you you're, you're uh, caught up here know, because, like, over I, the I, awesomeness I, you know, of it's just, it's just it's just incredible that that uh. That that um and by the way too the, 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 um uh, totally unrelated but look at mankind too in this match he's probably the best shape of his life he looks incredible here that uh like yeah, there's no gut he's thin his, his arms are like tone like he looks really good but um but uh yeah to, to talk about how much I love mankind like like right now in this era. He's, I don't know if he's my favorite wrestler in any promotion, but he's by far, I mean, like by far my favorite WWE wrestler right now. No doubt about it. What, during this time yeah, during period? This time, yeah. During this time Absolutely. period. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, look at that. Nice cross body by Shawn Michaels over the announcer's table, the Spanish announcer's table, mind you. Yep. I was always a big Shawn fan. I've talked about it. Days in the Rockers. I was, uh, I was hot and cold with Shawn. Yeah, were you were you cold during this period, especially against remember. mankind? I can't remember, but but uh, probably not because uh, I loved the Vader match. Um, the SummerSlam match with Vader. Yeah, we loved that match. Yep. Um, I loved, obviously, loved this match, and then it was um, what, what was after this? Was, was it Sean Diesel after this? No, Sean was Diesel it? was right after WrestleMania. Sean Diesel was way before okay. this. With the fake boot? Yep. Right. With uh, uh, I love that match. Yeah, that's a great match. Yep, love that match. No holds barred. I was saying, yeah, he... He had, he wrestled Sid at um, Survivor Series what is this, after this. This is 97 or 96? This is 96. Okay. Yeah. This is 96. All right. So this actually might be my favorite year for Sean. I really, really might. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he had some great match. Like, all right, so let me ask you I this: mean, his Rumble match sucked, but other than that, like the what? The Rumble match. The Rumble match. Oh, the, the, when he won it? Yeah, the, the, the second okay. time I thought. Yeah, that was the okay. The first one I thought was was a good one, but the I didn't like the first one. one. I liked the second one. Really? Yeah. All right. I liked the second one because the story was the story was different. You know, he was coming back from a career threatening injury. He was potentially in there with his best friend Diesel, so there was that. He had to kind of factor in but um right, so let me ask you this question yeah so this is 1996 this is the fall this is september Shawn michaels is the wwf champion okay the wwf is kind of in a, like a weird period at this time because they're 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 slowly starting to fade away from like the hokey cartoonish gimmicks and they're going more towards a reality-based product with the exception of course of mankind yeah. and undertaker and yeah, okay. gold dust yeah. and things like that but you know on the other channel you have nitro and it's the NWO and Hulk Hogan's a bad guy and it's this hostile takeover of an organization that's rich in wrestling history dating back to the NWA and the NWO is just adding guys left and right and you know new names popping up weekly on Nitro joining the NWO do you think that Shawn Michaels with all the great matches he's had in 96 yeah. do you think his title run and his run as champion was a failure or do you think it was wrong place, wrong time? That's because the NWO was such a hot angle I, on the yeah, other channel. I, I think you once Hogan did that leg drop, Savage. 
you could have put anybody. You could have gave you could have given Mike Tyson the title. I I just think people would just want to eyes, see the NWO. Yeah, yeah their eyes are yeah. NWO. Yeah. Now, mind you, this is also a dub a, a, a post WrestleMania. This is you know September of '96. Yeah. Sean wins the belt in March of '96 against Bret at WrestleMania. Bret Hart is off TV until November of '96. He's taking time off. Um, to go film, you know, a TV show and just to have some time right. off. What was that? Like a Western Lonesome Dove. Yeah, yeah it was the t- was the was name that? of the TV show. It was it was a remake of an old Western from okay. years and years okay. before. So, but um, you know, this is this is a a world without Bret Hart, who for you know four years was a focal point of WWF stories. You know, as the champion on in the main event scene from late '92 till, you know, right up until '96, he was you know, yeah, he was the top dog. Yeah. So, do you think that? Do you, do you think that that played a factor into that Brett wasn't a part of the programming? I'm not saying that like they would have beaten Nitro uh, in the ratings, but like Sean's doing this by himself essentially. I mean, he look, look, let's go down the list of matches. I appreciate Iron Man against Brett. Yep. Okay. Amazing. The the match with Diesel. Amazing. All right. He had two matches with Davy Boy. The first one sucked. The second yeah. one was with Mr. Perfect hey, as the look, referee. Yeah, that was a fun was. match. Yep. Then he has the the match with Vader. Yeah. Okay. Good match. Then this match. Great then match. Sid. We're talking six pretty damn good pay per view yeah. matches. You can even count the six man tag in July with Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, and um, oh, this is a cool spot here where he just takes this and he. It, yeah. It, He's like stabbing himself get the, to get the pain out of his yeah. leg. Like that's, cr- and 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 the psychology behind that is just, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, you know, he's stabbing himself to get the pain out of his leg that Michaels caused him by stabbing himself. <laughs> like that's how crazy the mankind character yeah. was. And back then, I don't know what it was. I just didn't appreciate it. He wasn't Cactus Jack. I looked at Cactus Jack as one of the baddest dudes in all of wrestling. You know, all the stuff he did with Vader, Sting, and yeah. he comes to WWF, and I was like, it just felt very like Muppets to me. You know? But now it's like, now I appreciate it more. Yeah. And I'd say probably in the last like 10, 15 years, I appreciated it more. Uh, you know me, I love horror films. And I always yeah. thought he was... Um... I guess that Frankenstein monster meets like Doc, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. It's just so good. But to, 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 to go back to what we were talking about just a minute ago with Brett. Yeah. You know, Michaels had all those great matches. Did Brett play a fact? Did Brett's absence play a factor in the people not wanting to watch and, well, in, and, and Michael's being the you, champion? You and your brothers, the whole Rosen Blues family, the boys at least, of course, loved Bret Hart. Us lovies. Justin did. I I liked Brett, but I wasn't I, super. Justin's the big Bret Hart. Man. I actually did not like him. I was because I was, and I'll be the first one to admit it was the uh, uh, late eighties, early nineties uh, WWF syndrome uh, that, that that where I needed a big guy. You know what I mean? So you I were you were part. So you you bought I, into that formula? Yeah. Okay. I, I I rejected Bret Hart big time. Mm-hmm. And the only time I. I mean, the only time I, I really, really enjoyed Bret Hart is when he when he feuded with Stone Cold. 
That's when I finally started to change my opinion. When he like was the anti-hero yeah. okay, USA. Yeah, yeah, he was edgier. You know he was I mean? edgier. He was also a bad guy. Team Canada, super, the Hart Foundation. Super babyface Bret Hart spare me. I'm sorry. Really? A lot of people spelled the same way. That's what did you What did you think about Bret Hart in the um, in the rivalry with Owen? What did you think that of that was rivalry? Good. I, well, great into I I was an Owen Hart fan. You, oh, you liked Owen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I liked Owen. I liked uh, the Anvil, uh, the heel Anvil. Mm-hmm. Like I liked that. Okay. But like the babyface Bret Hart spare me. Wow. So what what do you like better, babyface Shawn Michaels or heel Shawn Michaels? Good question. Um, so it's got to be babyface. Really? Because the, the heel Shawn Michaels is a, he can be a joke sometimes, and it was annoying. Like, 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 really? Like, 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 for example, fucking Degeneration X. You know the whole slaughter, slaughter. You know, you know, yep. with the, with the face shield, uh, with the face shields. Yeah, like when he was spitting like, his like, face. Yeah, like I'm sorry. If he was a heel. If it turns out it was a heel and they were a baby face, I think that works well. When a heel does that to a face, they both look like clowns. I'm sorry. I don't like stuff like that. It was just a joke to make a joke. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. So you weren't a big DX guy then? Well, they were a ripoff of NWO. Even, the, even my 15-year-old self knew that. They knew yeah. This was, was their rebuttal. To the NWO. The, 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 okay. NWO. All right. That's. I mean, a lot of people have said that, so you yeah. wouldn't be the first one to. I'm sorry. Say you, that. If you interviewed today, Triple H, right? I'm. Go, well, Triple they H they have H- said it. Yeah. Okay. Right. They have said it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's been said. They've even admitted it too that they took some stuff from the NWO and and then they had some of their own stuff. Yeah. So, but it was, it was definitely the NWO was an inspiration. But I thought. Behind I it. thought. I think, based Shawn Michaels, uh, that 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 was a le- legitimate. Like I never, I don't like his gimmick. I don't. The whole male stripper gimmick. Whatever, yeah, yeah. You know? But like, at least when he's a uh, when he's a face, you believe that he's a fighter. He's a he's a whatever. When he's okay. a heel, he's a fucking choke. I'm sorry. All right, so let me. All right, so we've established that you like yep. babyface Shawn Michaels over a heel. What about heel mankind or babyface mankind? Not even close. You already know the answer to this. Heel mankind is is a top five favorite wrestler of mine, no doubt about it. And there again. Shot, uh, I one of the greatest moments in wrestling '90s was what was was when Mankind won the title on Raw against against The Rock. Indisputable, okay. right? Yep. However, he's a joke now. He really was not after winning the championship, but before then, when you made Mankind a babyface with the with, with like the with the tie and 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 the and, and, yeah. the, and, and the white shirt yep. and stuff like that. That's not mankind anymore. But what about when they turned that's him? That's Mick Foley. I'm All sorry. right. Okay. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But what about a few years prior when they turned him? When they showed those, uh, the, the, they did the sit down interviews with him and Jr. Where he talked about his childhood growing up and how you know he always wanted to be a WWF superstar. And they have the video where yeah. he jumps off the roof of the garage of his house onto the mattresses. And, I think that took like the, you took mankind, the mythical. Mystery man. Yep. That above, you, you, you know, scary dude. You killed the mystique. You of made it. him a human being. You humanized you don't him. Make, you, you don't make. I'm sorry. So you didn't like that at all. You don't make. You don't make 
Frankenstein monster a human being. You take you took the monster part and you just made him Frankenstein. You know what I mean? You so, took the Frankenstein. So you monster. you don't like you? Wow. No, I, didn't. I thought you would have appreciated that I liked, stuff I liked at least. When he, I liked when when, when he made a claw Jr. and he's going that stuff is scary. You know yeah. what I mean? But then you show him, uh, you, you know, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Give spare me. I'm okay. sorry. Wow. Spare me. Wow. Okay. You think you think you think this guy right now wrestling Shawn Michaels, right? You think like this his, is the early iterations of saying, the character. No, his ambition is just to hurt people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or himself. Like 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 like. like uh, it, uh, um, but Shawn you don't. Michaels, but, all Shawn, right. Shawn Michaels. What is the title with Shawn Michaels right now? Is gravy. You know what I mean? All right. So so let me ask you this. So you yep. don't. So you didn't like that at all. All right. That that that. I didn't hate it. Or okay, I'm just saying. You said what's your preferences? No, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand that. But how would he? How would he as a character have evolved had he not gone through that process? Well, you turn him to Caxton Jack. Then, if you want, if you want baby face mankind, you don't do, do baby face mankind. You make him Mick Foley. You make him Caxton Jack. You make him dude love. You don't fucking make him. Mankind, you know what I mean? You don't put mankind and face together, you know what I mean? You go, oh, you, you put, you do the, do, do, do this way, right? You, he gets, mankind gets his ass kicked by the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. He gets dropped in his head a million times, yep. right? And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you, you go, he takes off his mask and he goes, I have awoken or something, right? Yep. Uh, and then, boom, next, next, next time I'm raw, he's dancing, dude, dancing in the middle of the ring, being dude love, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. Heel, that uh, uh, face mankind was not the same the same dude as the heel mankind. I quite frankly, I I, I just I, I don't get it. Tell you the truth, that that uh, you make him like I said, the, the 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 face version of mankind is Mrs. Foley's baby boy. You know what I mean? You make him Mick Foley. You know what I mean? So you you remove the man. You, mankind's Absolutely. always a bad guy Absolutely. in your mind. Absolutely. But in order for him to evolve, you have him change personas. Either Captain Jack or Dude Love. You're, you're, he's the face of the, the face of the Foley. Okay, I can I can get behind that a little bit. The dude, I was never really a big Dude Love guy. I'll be honest with you. When Dude Love was Steve Austin's tag team partner, yeah. I didn't really care for that. That was dumb as all. Hell. I didn't really but care for it, that. Then we got the gift of uh, Dude Love versus Stone Cold. That was awesome, dude. Well, that stuff later, yeah. yeah. With when he was paired up with Vince, that's another thing too. I don't know what it is about me and my, uh, you know, my my uh, my affinity for Cactus Jack, but when he did heel dude love as like the corporate choice for Mister McMahon in '98, I didn't want to see that. I did not want to see that at all. I you know why? And here's right. another reason yeah. why I didn't want to see it. Number one. That was coming off of WrestleMania 14, which was one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. Yep. I was a huge Shawn Michaels fan, and I didn't like the fact that he was leaving. Okay, as much as I liked Steve Austin, I liked Shawn, and as much as I wanted to see Austin get the belt, I loved Shawn. So I hated the fact that he was that he was gone. Okay, yeah, but he was hurt. But, I did, he, but he was hurt. Okay, so here's what also bothered me too. I really liked Austin. Spot. I well, really liked Austin versus DX. Yep. Okay, and I wanted to see Austin and Hunter. I wanted to see DX get their revenge for Sean, and instead they moved them away from that and turned them babyface. 
Now, in the grand scheme of things, it all worked out. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. But me, I thought to myself, why wouldn't DX want to get revenge for, for, for Sean? Austin beat him for the title, you know? Why wouldn't Hunter and China want to do something, That's a great you know? Point, actually. You like, I, that. instead, they, they shifted and they took Cactus Jack and they changed him to Dude Love and then they turned him into a bad guy and he ended up becoming, like, the corporate, you know, choice for Mr. McMahon's champion, which, in hindsight, you go back and watch those matches, those are some fantastic matches, Good too. Stuff. Unforgiven, and then my favorite yeah. is the match with Austin and Dude Love from Over the Edge. When Vince was the referee. Yeah. A fucking banger of a match. Yeah. That's a hidden gem that people don't talk about a lot. I just watched that a couple months ago. That is an awesome match. And we I think Dude Love, I, I mean, I mean not Dude Love, I think sadly enough, Mick Foley, right? He's an Hall of Fame. Yep. People respect him. People love him. Mm-hmm. But pe- I just think people forget just how good of a matches he had. That, that when we think of Attitude Era, right? You think of Stone Cold, you, 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 know, you know, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, maybe even Stone Cold. And, uh, you know, Bret Hart is... Triple played, H and played. The Rock. Austin and, and The Rock. Yeah, yeah I mean... That, uh... I think the, the one Hall of Famer that gets, like, lost in the shuffle, I think, is Mankind. I you really know, do. Um, Justin made a Justin made a point once in a text thread. I don't know if you remember when we were talking about, like, certain guys and their standings amongst, like, you know, where their place in wrestling history. And, you know, he's... He, I think he's even said it on this podcast. You know, when it came to the Attitude Era in the WWF, you had Austin, you had DX, you had The Rock, and you had Mankind. Yeah. Like those were like the mount. Those were like the four cornerstones of, 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 the, of the Attitude Era. I think you're era. missing one big guy. Who Kane? No, Ken Shamrock. His was short term. I thought he was huge for for like the edginess. I thought he was going to be a big deal, and they didn't do anything. And you know, know, I think champ a couple times. And I see, but like I thought he should have been. You're the world's most dangerous man. You're in the UFC. You need the fucking belt. He should have been Vince's choice to be the corporate champion. I can only think of one time too. It was against Shawn Michaels, right? He wrestled Shawn for the belt. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Just just like a schmash, right? like people just jumped. I think, uh, yeah, I think they had a All couple right. uh, run-ins in that match. But look at this here, ripping his hair out. Oh, so good. Like, yeah, this Hannibal Lecter style version of of his character is is very underrated. Yeah. Um. I think we're getting. Where are we at now? That perfect. Yeah. Currently, right. we're at one hour forty three minutes thirty seven seconds and counting. Now, this isn't a no disqualification match. Let's 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 yeah. be clear of that it is not a no DQ match. Uh, okay, this is where my favorite spot happens. Maybe. I think I think where he like kicks the chair. Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, it's so good, and he falls off. And he goes for the yeah. casket. He's gonna put. He's gonna try and put Sean in the casket. <laughs> I don't think he understands the rules. No, <laughs> no, it's a, well, it's not a casket match. First no. of all, it's a regular pinfall match. It's not even but like the, I said. Like right now, like like this main kind of character, right? He's not thinking about the W championship right now. He doesn't give a shit. No, he wants to hurt him. That's what I mean, yeah. Well, all right, so that brings up another point, okay? I know you're a big Bray Wyatt care, you know, fan, The yep. Fiend. Many could argue that his character, all he cared about was messing with people and hurting people and not being the champion. Yeah, of course. So did wins and losses really matter? When it came to the Edo world, absolutely, because, because, because he was always saying... Uh, we're gonna end this on my terms, right? Yep. No, you're the one looking at the lights. You, uh, you, you, it ended on the other guy's terms every single time. The only time I actually agreed with 
the Bray uh, the losing the rivalry was against uh, Roman Reigns. But when, when Roman Reigns, my still my favorite promo, even though he's doing great work now, my favorite promo to this day is when he just said, when he just said uh, three words, hell in a or four words, hell in a cell, and just dropped the mic, left the ring. And Bray was just left speechless. What else could you say? You know oh, what I mean? okay. That was, I think, till this day, a four-letter performance gives a four-word promo was Roman Reigns' best promo of all time. But that I told you, that's the one time too. Here comes I, the big spot here. Let's play the. Oh, never mind. Don't play the audio. Caught that too fast. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Still pretty good through, there. Through the the expansion else team, of course. Yep. Let's play the audio for the reaction. Bits? Yep. Love Mr. Perfect. Talk about things that are underrated. His commentary, underrated. You're talking over a great call. No, I'm just kidding. I care less. But yeah, that 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 was that was a cool spot. That's the perfection. kick to the chair, and the crowd's pretty hot for it too. Ought to be cool. If that oh, was what do we got? I think we got. I think we got some interference. Oh. <laughs> I love Paul Bear. It doesn't matter, you know, he's fucking called the bell. Sinbad's baby face? I don't remember that at all. What was in a baby face, uh, Dave? I'll tell you in a minute. So Sid was a babyface when they had to fire Ultimate Warrior. I don't know if you remember, so, but so, what, to what? Warrior came back in '96 at WrestleMania. He was yeah, only there for a couple months. Yeah. He no showed some events, 
He was supposed to tag with Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson against Camp Cornette, Vader, Owen, and Bulldog right. at the pay-per-view. Warrior got let go. They called Sid, and Sid was a replacement, so Sid became a babyface. And then Sid would go into the match with Shawn at Survivor Series as a babyface, but then turn heel eventually. But let me ask you something. So yeah. most, if this match were in 2021... You could probably agree with me that most people would shit all over the finish because there was a run-in and there wasn't a clear-cut yeah. winner on pay-per-view. 1996. I don't know. Were you okay with the fact that there was no clear-cut winner? Oh. That there was a run-in? Like, a, it was a schmoz at the end? When, when when they did that super kick with the chair, I lost my mind, dude. But I'm just saying, with the run-ins and the fit, like Undertaker, Vader, Sid, all these guys coming in right, and so out. This particular match, I thought it fit. But uh, yeah. uh, most of the times, like, when I was a kid, I didn't like run-ins. I never did like run-ins, man. Yeah. I never did, like, a smudge finish. Like, I, didn't, and I was too young, too, to understand, too. Like, you got to protect wrestlers and stuff like that. I just wanted a clear-cut winner every single time I saw a match. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, I didn't have a problem with it because it made sense. Undertaker had beef with Mankind. Vader had beef with with Sean. Sid was Sid had Sid was kind of involved in there because yeah. the, the 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 next pay per view would be in October, <laughs> and Sid and Vader would wrestle each other. The winner gets Sean at Survivor Series. If you do it in moderation, I don't mind Smuts Smuts finishes. If it makes sense, but like when you watch Raw, sometimes there's you, a lot of those. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, dude, the Prince or it gets player. turned into a tag match, and then it's like yo, now it's a tag match because these guys got involved. I yeah. didn't even remember, but like when I watch all Raws during the Vince Russo era. There's at, oh, least, there's at least four matches on a Raw that's going to land a DQ. You know what? You, nuts. Listen, you want, you want to be pissed off? Go watch Vince Russo Nitro shows. Nitro and Thunders. That's oh, all I, you'll see. I'm not see. doing that. I'm not doing that. Unless it was with you, I'm not doing that. No fucking Maybe way. we'll do that one day. No fucking Maybe way. Maybe we'll watch a bunch of Nitros with that, that, that Vince Russo wrote and produced. No, oh, great. <laughs> it's been 25 ne- years ne- since ne- the fiery Russo, so we're going to watch this match tonight. Oh, okay. you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're a real piece of shit. You can go walk home now. You fucking asshole. Well, I'm glad that you came for this and you got to watch this match because this is a great match. Fucking awesome you see match. Shawn Michaels leaving here. Those of you that are watching, uh, still watching on the, on the cock, on the peacock. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Once again, thank you very Always much. Always a pleasure, Dave. Yes, we're, we're continuing this extreme theme here um, for the month of September. By uh, the way, we got to do that, though. On the 25th year anniversary... Vince Russo firing. We got, we got, we got watch, watch a, a, a nitro. super gimmicky. Uh, that oh, we should watch when he, when he became champion. Oh my god! And we gotta go shit. We got, we got, we gotta go f- fucking feet first into the toilet, right? Well, last year was the twentieth anniversary of that, so I mean, we could watch it coming up. At hey, the, so, so, so now, so now, now you're telling got... me the firing of Vince Russo can legally buy a drink. We gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might actually. You know what? We might do that next month. Yeah, that might be something we might do next month. We'll, we'll watch, watch. Have like a. We'll watch. We'll watch a night. Where is like a shitty month? What's like the shittiest month? I'm like maybe like January or like February. We should have that be like a shit month where we're like we'll watch like the shittiest things of like wrestling. Vince Russo, Dave Arquette become champions. Um, fucking um, um, you know um. um Whatever the fuck, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We'll watch uh, British Bulldog versus Shawn Michaels Part 1. Woo! We did already. Uh, did we Beware really? of Dog, remember? Oh, yeah. oh, my God, you're right. Yeah, the show where the lights went out. Yeah, we watched that. That we was bad. No, that was really. bad. 
We saw the whole thing, didn't we? We watched the whole show. It was a short show, though. Those in your houses were digestible. Yeah, it's not like we were watching a three-hour banger. That's true. You know? But, um, like, we watched Great American Bash 1991. Yeah. That, was, well, look, that was pretty bad. Crowd appreciative. Yeah. Well, I'll give him a standing out. I really would have. Yeah. I would have given him a standing out. Great match. Great match. I yeah. really enjoyed watching this. Um, thank you all so very much for watching it with me as well. Just a programming note reminder. Uh, this is going to be the last show for a brief period of time. Probably going to take a, an extended hiatus right till the end of 2021. I might pop up here and there and drop a, a recording randomly, uh, depending on the current situation. For those of you that don't know, that follow us on social media, uh, I recently uh, suffered some uh, flooding damage in my basement where I record this show. Luckily, the recording equipment has uh, not been damaged but uh there's gonna be a lot of moving around in my in my finished basement here and uh redoing the, a large part of the area if not all of it that that was that was damaged with the flooding that took place in that tropical storm uh labor day weekend so like i said i'm gonna have to take a um brief hiatus for the time being from recording unfortunately as much as i love doing this uh, i really have to attend to that matter and it's just not going to be feasible with my schedule uh, to to record and, um, and try to set up a different spot in my house to record. just won't be really at the time. So with that being said, I wanted to give it to all of you guys. I'm going to put a poll up on social media sometime next week. Uh, I'm thinking about changing the format a little bit. Sticking with the retro, okay? And But I want to cover 1997, okay? So I want to I hear from you. Do you want me to... I was thinking of doing watch-alongs, okay, of Raw and Nitro and episodes of ECW and then maybe like a pay-per-view match here and there um, because those watch-alongs at the very least are a little bit more digestible. The longer ones that are, you know, two and a half, three hours, not so much. I've been looking at the numbers and some of the shorter watch-alongs seem to be the more downloaded ones. Now, from time to time, if it calls for it on a special occasion, if it's a big pay-per-view, then yeah, I'll do a watch-along. But I'm thinking of covering 1997, Raw, Nitro, ECW, special random matches. And of course, there are other milestone events that take place that have taken place in wrestling history that I'd like to cover as well. There's a fair amount of stuff from 1992, mainly the 92 Rumble, WrestleMania 8. Uh, the, the, the Dangerous Alliance Sting Squadron War Games from Wrestle War 92. Some other random stuff in that year that I'm going to sprinkle in. And I'm going to sprinkle in other historic events and moments that have taken place within professional wrestling that's not 1997 related. But for the most part, the I would say 85% of my schedule for next year, 2022, I want to cover 1997. So with that being said... I'm thinking of doing watch-alongs. Would you like me to cover just Raw, just ECW, just Nitro, a little bit of everything? I'm going to put a poll up on social media. Hopefully you guys all volunteer. Thank you all so very much for, for all your support, for your downloads, for listening to this show. I'm not a Conrad Thompson. I'm not anyone special in the business. I'm just a fan that loves to talk pro wrestling and loves to talk the history of pro wrestling and do it with each and every one of you. And, and for everyone that, that downloads this show, likes it, subscribes to it, presses the play button, I greatly appreciate it. And for those of you that don't, who haven't jumped on board yet, please, by all means, do so. It, this is a real passionate project of mine that I'm going to keep going with as long as I can. There's a little bump in the road right now with this, this basement issue that I'm having, but I'm going to make sure that I get back on the saddle fairly, fairly soon. I'm thinking of probably starting back up around the first of the year so we can kick things off with this new theme. But 
I'll put the poll up on social media next week, and we'll have at it. And I'll still be active on social media, too. I'll drop pictures and, and videos and articles and things like that. So I'm not necessarily going too far away, but far away enough where I can't really record any shows anymore. So unfortunately, got to take a little brief hiatus. But thank you all for your patience and support. Maybe this will be a, a, a refresh, a rebranding, if you will, of kicking out it too. And I look forward to uh, doing that with all of you in the very near future. So with that being said, I think it's about that time that we put this show officially down for the three count. And we'll see you all very, very soon.